It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you grow your e-commerce business faster and more efficiently by cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and guidance from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, Masterplan World. Welcome to our latest podcast. As always, it's a pleasure to have you out there listening. I'm Chloe Thomas, the creator of the e-commerce Masterplan. I'm an author, speaker and advisor, and I focus on solving your e-commerce marketing problems. This is the final podcast in our 2019 e-commerce Masterplan growth series sponsored by Omnisend, the all-in-one marketing automation platform that empowers e-commerce marketers to boost sales with omnichannel tools. I hope you've enjoyed and found useful the selection of shows we've put together for you this year. And if you haven't yet checked it all out, there are 10 episodes in the series, numbers 191 to 200. If you head over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast, you'll find links to all of them, as well as details of our top 10 most listened episodes of all time, which is another great way to start delving into the back catalogue. In today's show, it's just me. I'm going to be talking to you about success. But before we get into all that, I want to remind you of the great offer from our series sponsor. Are you looking to increase your sales without a lot of extra work? Omnisend's email and SMS marketing automation platform is tailor-made for e-commerce businesses like you. It's got everything you need to start making more sales immediately, including one-click integrations with the major e-commerce platforms and super easy migration from your existing email marketing platform. They even have award-winning all-human 24-7 customer support who will help you out in under six minutes. No more trying to get past the chatbot. Omnisend is trusted by over 70,000 e-commerce brands and me. Yes, we run our email marketing on the Omnisend platform. Ready to join us? Well, sign up for a free account at ecmp.info forward slash Omnisend and use the code masterplan2022 to save 15% on paid plans when you need them. So as well as being the last episode in the growth series, this is episode 200. Back in 2015, when I first started working on the show, 200 episodes wasn't even something I dreamed of, let alone thought might become a reality. But it's amazing to have reached this milestone, and I couldn't have done it without the various specialists who make this show a reality and make sure it gets all the way to you. So please indulge me quickly as I give a name check and a thank you to the people who bring you this show every week. Who makes the show sound great? Well, that's down to the team at Music Radio Creative. They make the awesome jingles and edit every episode. Without Isabel and her team, I wouldn't have got an episode out. Not one at all, uh, let alone got all the way through to episode 200. Now, I know many of you out there listening find the show notes incredibly useful. So a big thank you also to Amanda, Nicole and the team at Podcaster Print, because they're the ones who write them. On the other cornerstone of my podcast team is Jan Ilunga, who makes sure that every single episode gets promoted across social media for me. If you've listened to the snippets on Facebook, Twitter or LinkedIn, then that was Jan. They're an awesome team who do the stuff that drives me crazy and the stuff I just don't have the skill set to do. Um, so huge thank you to them. Okay, so that's the thanks over. Let's now get into this topic of success that I want to talk to you about. I decided to do uh, this last episode of the growth series myself because a lot of people I've been coming across in the last couple of months have are working towards goals and have set goals for their business and targets and budgets and all these kind of things that seem to be to achieve things that 
they're not that worried about achieving, but which they think they should care about achieving because other people say they should. You know, people who I come across are saying, you know, like, oh, what's your plans for 2019? And they say, oh, we're going to double our turnover. I'm like, why do you want to double the turnover? Well, I don't know. Do you think it's possible? Uh, probably. It's like you have to have a bit more to your goals than that um, if you really want to achieve them, in my experience. Just simply setting targets certainly doesn't work for me. I have to tie it back to what's going to make me feel successful. So I thought I'd talk a little bit about success to help you bring that into your business as well. This is um, the last episode in our 2019 e-commerce master plan growth series sponsored by Omnisend. So it feels very appropriate to end the month of talking about growth with an episode about working out what growth you actually want. Because that's that's the thing I've been finding that people aren't really getting a handle on is what growth do they actually want or what growth is necessary to achieve what they actually want. Because sometimes the growth is a way of getting to what you want. Now, how to work out what growth you want or you need to achieve? For me, that starts in two places. Firstly, it's what do I have to achieve in order basically to cover the overheads of my own salary? So what do I have to manage to do in the coming year, in the coming month, in the coming quarter to make sure that the lights stay on and everything still happens? And then the second part is the one I want to talk to you about today, which is what do I want to achieve? And once you've worked that out, you can then work out what the business needs to do in order to make that happen. Now, for me as a business owner, that what I want to achieve includes both things for the business and things for myself personally, because this is where my money comes from. For you, if you're an employee, then you don't have quite so much so much scope maybe over what the business does. So maybe you're thinking about this potentially more from a career perspective, but also from what what can the business give you, um, help you achieve that's going to fit in and what your goals within that business. So there tends to be a personal and a business side to these for people, but I'm going to focus primarily on the business side of things today, just, just so this podcast doesn't go on forever. So my focus is on that part number two, what do I want to achieve? Or the way I like to think about it, what does success look like for me? What, when I get to the end of the year, will help me feel like I've been successful. It's kind of like those things which once they're done, you've either got that big sigh of relief, yeah, that's off the to-do list, or that you're thinking, or you just can't help but smile when you when you see it happen. It's a very personal thing um, and it's not always going to tie back to the numbers. So let me give you some examples before I go into it in a bit more detail. So these are some that I've heard from people recently. Some of these are mine. It's just to give you an idea of like the huge range that could be a success goal for you. It could be fix our SEO decline. It could be replatform the website. It might be to finally retire. It might be to quit my job. It might be um, to retire 10 years earlier. This is one a friend of mine's working on. He wants to buy businesses and become a part of businesses that will enable him to to grow them in a way that will enable him to sell out of them to retire 10 years earlier than all his contemporaries. It's a pretty long range one and there's no reason these can't be long range. It might be to feel in control of my to-do list. If you're constantly feeling overwhelmed, then maybe the greatest success you could have right now is to not feel overwhelmed. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, You know, some of you may know, uh, two years ago, I sold my my e-commerce marketing agency. And it took me five years to get out of that. I knew it was the wrong place for me. I knew it wasn't making me happy, but it took me five years of planning and organising and steps along the way to get to the point where I could actually exit. 
expand onto Amazon. Maybe it's something you've been meaning to do year after year after year, and you've just not yet properly got your Amazon links and integrations and customer service and product listings working for you. Maybe that's the thing you want to get done this year. Maybe it's move email marketing systems. These can be from the big to the small. They can be about how the day-to-day goes. They can be about getting something big off your list. They can be about taking the business up another level. Maybe it's, you know, expand the product range by an extra 10 SKUs. What will make you feel happy this year? There's probably multiple of these. I don't put a cap on them myself. Um, And they're frequently not about the money. But what you have to remember is it's the money that makes it possible even if it's something as as soft, I suppose, as feeling in control of my to-do list, you've still got to have the money there to enable you to find the ways to feel in control of that to-do list. All these success goals should be things that once achieved will leave you with a great sense of satisfaction. It might be because something's no longer there and annoying you, sense of satisfaction, or it might be because you've achieved something awesome, sense of satisfaction. But all of them should leave you with that great sense of satisfaction. Now, my um, successful goals for 2019 include, and it's not limited to only these, but I thought I'd just take you through these three to demonstrate why these these become important. Oh, um, to run two virtual summits, yeah, rather than doing one this year, I'm going to do two. To rewrite and launch e-commerce marketing and to do more work I enjoy and less I don't than last year. So two pretty easy to calculate success goals there and one that's a little bit softer. Now that last one might seem a bit strange, But I value my own happiness very highly. I know after what 12 years running businesses that the happier I am, the better the business operates and thus the more profit that is made and the more I earn. It's very hard one to drill into the numbers uh, and the pounds and the pence and the budgets, but it is vital to me and the business having a successful year is the fact that I am doing less of the work I don't enjoy and more of the work that I do enjoy. And I say that as someone who, quite frankly, it's very rare I dislike what I'm doing in the business. You know, even from from the point where I would say probably 90% of my time right now is spent on things I thoroughly enjoy doing. Even though that's there, that's still one of my big success goals for this year is to make sure I'm doing less of the work I dislike and more of the work I do to make me happier because I know that will make the business better and therefore make everything better. The first two, uh, let me just remind you what what those are. Uh, They were to run two virtual summits and to rewrite and launch e-commerce marketing. Um, They're a lot easier to add into the budget. I know what the costs are for them. I know how much it costs to run and market a virtual summit. I know how much it costs to rewrite, proofread, copy edit, design and publish a book. Um, So I can put the costs in for those. I also know how much time those are going to take so I can make sure there's the space in the diary to make sure they happen. Um, I can also set sales targets for them. I have ideas for how much money each of those could bring in or should bring in based on ones I've done before, based on things I've heard from other people doing, based on the strategies I will take to do them. I can also build them into my marketing calendar and build my marketing plans around them because I'll tell you now, I can't manage to do a virtual summit launch and write a book at the same time. So those are three big, heavy projects to get done this year. So they've got to be planned in right from the beginning if I want them to happen. They're also going to define what marketing channels I need to focus on this year, uh, where I need to build lists, where I need to build audiences, what I need to be investing time, money, copywriting into. And 
when the messages are going to go out and when the messages I'm going to be telling you guys are. Wait and see how well I pull that off, I guess, as you watch things happen over the next few months. Those types of goals are very easy to go, right, I've got my budget for what I have to achieve this year. I also want to achieve these success goals. Let's now build them into the budget as well to make sure that happens. And of course, I have sales targets too. But if I can do the two summits and a book launch this year, and I can spend less time working on things I don't like and more time working on things I do, then I'm going to end the year very happy. I'm going to feel very successful. And because those things are going to happen throughout the year, I'm going to have that feeling coming in as we go through the year. And I'm going to know that I'm on track because these are the big things I know I need to do to make sure that the business continues to grow into the future. Once you've got success goals for you, and for some of you, for you, it might be really, really easy to go, yes, I know, I know that makes perfect sense. I've already worked them out. These are what they are. Or I can write them down in the next five minutes. I know what I'm doing here. It might be that you find this a little bit more difficult and a little bit harder and that for you, it's all about the numbers. Well, quite frankly, if the numbers are the things which make you happy and, you know, hitting a sales target is what makes you happy, then those can be your success goals. Once you've worked out what they are, then you have to drill down into the second why. Now, I call it the second why because identifying the success goal in the first place is actually about asking why. What do I want to do this year and why? Well, I want to to build this virtual summit. I want to do two virtual summits. Then you're going to go deeper into this. And the reason we want the second why is because we want to get clear on why achieving it is going to make you feel successful. Okay, so for me, it's going to drill into why is running two virtual summits this year going to make me feel successful? The answer to that is that between the summit in 2017 and the summit in 2018, the learning curve and the improvement in the performance was astronomical. And I can see virtual summits becoming something which is a really good um, arm of my business in the future. So how do I accelerate the learning? I run more virtual summits. It's as simple as that. That's why I want to do them this year. And by understanding that, then I'm become better equipped to deal with changes that come to bear as the year progresses. The easiest way for me to to explain the power of this second why, and I strongly advise you to get to grips with it um, for your success goals, is uh, to take you into another one of my success goals for this year, which is to move email marketing system. Now, it's something I have failed completely failed to do for the last two years. I first wanted to do it back in early 2017. So why, and I'm absolutely fine with the fact that I've, I'm slightly frustrated, but I'm absolutely fine that I failed to do it for the last two years because I know that the reasons why I failed to do it are the right ones because I was able to achieve or the the reasons why I want to move email platform, the second why, were less important than other things going on in the business. So there were two there are two second level whys for my success goal of moving email marketing system. One is to save money. I'm currently on Infusionsoft. It costs me £200 a month and I can easily halve that by moving to another platform while still retaining all the functionality I actually use. Uh, the second one is I want to be on a platform that an e-commerce business would use. And whilst we've had a couple of people on the show who use Infusionsoft, I would not recommend it as a choice for e-commerce. It's not built for the e-commerce market. It And there are so many awesome platforms out there for e-commerce marketing, e-commerce email marketing specific at the moment, including uh, the sponsor of this episode, Omnisend. And the reason I wanted to be on a platform 
for the e-commerce businesses, this is kind of like the third level why, and you may well get to a third level why, is that if I'm spending a lot of time working with e-commerce businesses on their email marketing and building courses, it seems to make an awful lot more sense to me that I'm on a platform that they might actually be using or that I can use as a demo in things than to be on Infusionsoft, which I do not want anyone to think I recommend free e-commerce. So you may find you have to get down to that third why or that fourth why. Those whys have been eclipsed in the last two years in other areas. And that's why it's been postponed for two years. So on the saving money side of things, yeah, I would love to save that £100 or so a month. However, it's an awful lot of work to make that saving. I've got to rebuild all my um, automated email marketing. I've got to rebuild and relink up all the places where email data comes in. I've got to do all the testing. I've got to make sure all the graphics are right and all the rest of it. And knowing me, what I'm also going to do when I go through that process is to rewrite a lot of it too. So I know that's going to take me probably the equivalent of maybe a week, week and a half to actually do that. And to manage to ring fence a week and a half to do that is quite hard work. And then other projects come in that actually make money and make a lot more than £100 per month or £100 for that week and a half of effort. So for good reasons, I have delayed it over the years to focus on other elements of the business which actually would make a bigger difference to the bottom line. This year, uh, the business has become much more efficient. So the time should be found, hopefully in the next two months, to actually make that move. But if a big, exciting project that's going to make a bigger difference to the bottom line comes along in the meantime, then it will probably be delayed again. So because I understand the why that sits behind the goal, so that second why, then I'm able to make good decisions for the business and be okay with delaying that success goal. Although I should say each year I delay it, it becomes much bigger, the payoff I'm going to get from finally doing it, you know, my own feeling of satisfaction. Then the second one, being on an e-commerce friendly system, it's not actually been as big a barrier or as big a challenge being stuck on Infusionsoft as I thought it would. So that second why has reduced in its importance as the months have worn on because it's not been so important for the courses or for the clients I've been working with that I'm on a system that they might actually want to use because we haven't done, I haven't done any replatforming um, activity with any clients and I've always been able to use their system and um, been able to find other ways to get the demos that I need uh, for any courses I've done. So that's just become a less important why than I thought it was originally. So there's extra levels of why can help you adapt your plans and still reach that point of success. So what should you do? Well, I suggest that you take a moment, sit down, pen and paper, iPad, phone, keyboard, whatever it is you like to record these things on. And just just take a moment to go, what will make you feel successful this year? What are your success goals for the year? However big, however small, get them jotted down. Then work out, are they actually achievable? And what does the budget and the business plan need to look like to make that happen? So if I said I wanted to do three virtual summits this year, which would be lovely, it would massively accelerate my, my learning curve on virtual summits and the success we get from them. However, if I take a look at my marketing calendar and the diary of activity for the year, it's just not possible to do three virtual summits well in the year. Hence, my success goal is to do two. So take a look, take a sense check of those success goals. Can they be achieved? And what does the budget or the business plan need to look like to make it happen? Once you've, or the ones you've managed to make sure are achievable in the coming year, 
take another look at them and work out what the second whys and maybe the third or fourth whys are around them. Why is that going to make you feel successful? What's the underlying reason? Because there's often many, many paths to reach that point of success. And by understanding that second why and the third why, fourth why, etc., then you're going to find that you're better placed to adapt your plans and your actions to help you reach as many of those success goals as possible and feel an overwhelming feeling of satisfaction as you go through the year. That's all going to help you work out how much you actually want or need to grow your business this year. And whether your growth comes from um, increasing turnover, so increasing your sales, or it comes from reducing your costs and improving your profits, or from making efficiency so you work less for the money you earn. All of those are equally valid, so long as they help you feel successful at the end of the day and they deliver the cash and the money that you need in your life. So I hope my little chat about success is going to give you some extra clarity to make sure this year is successful for you, not for someone else, not for what you think someone else thinks you should be doing to be successful, but actually successful for you. Now, without the sponsors, the podcast wouldn't. Are you looking to increase your sales without a lot of extra work? Omnisend's email and SMS marketing automation platform is tailor-made for e-commerce businesses like you. It's got everything you need to start making more sales immediately, including one-click integrations with the major e-commerce platforms and super easy migration from your existing email marketing platform. They even have award-winning all-human 24-7 customer support who will help you out in under six minutes. No more trying to get past the chatbot. Omnisend is trusted by over 70,000 e-commerce brands and me. Yes, we run our email marketing on the Omnisend platform. Ready to join us? Well, sign up for a free account at ecmp.info forward slash Omnisend and use the code masterplan2022 to save 15% on paid plans when you need them. Forward slash masterplan and get started. Okay, it's time for the top tips round now. Now, you all know that I love this section because it gives me and you some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. And I thought because this is episode 200, you might like to hear my answers to the top tips. So the book top tip, if everyone listening to this podcast agrees to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? First is an e-commerce biography, I suppose. It's Boohoo by Ernst Malmsten. And it might be describing an e-commerce business journey from pretty much 20 years ago now, but it's still so relevant in many, many ways. I think it's required reading if you want to understand the pitfalls and highs of this industry. It's a great read. It goes through the story of them trying to launch this business and then the ultimate failure. And it is a very, very um, it's what it's one you'll read and you'll go, oh yeah, done that. <laughs> so I think it's it's well worth a read. And it's off, it's not mentioned much these days, but I I still highly prize it. On the more practical side, though, we have Profit First by Mike Michalowicz, which hopefully I've pronounced right. I read this for the first time last year and implemented his system, and it's created such peace and tranquility around the e-commerce master plan accounts. It is amazing. 
I now have the clearest understanding of how the business is actually doing that I have ever had. And I've been running businesses since 2007. I'm good at maths and I understand both balance sheets and profit and loss statements. Yet still, implementing the simple system in Profit First has been life-changing. It is um, something I would highly, highly recommend, both the philosophy within it and the bank account system that he recommends. Um, it's It's about the reality of running the business rather than the bit you send off to a company's house and the tax man at the end of the year. Okay, so those are my book top tips. The traffic top tip, which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? Email. Sorry, yet again, email. But too many businesses are paying it lip service at the moment. If you want it to work for you, you've got to get smart, get the right tech, use it, actually use it. Don't just buy it and then only send one email per week to everybody. That is not going to cut it anymore. So then you also need to plan out your activity, work out what messages you should be sending each week and who you should be sending them to and what automations are going to work for you. There's lots of testing. There's lots of trial and error. There's lots to be done, but it really will pay off. And if you've not got an e-commerce specific email system, you are doing too much work. I've been in the last couple of weeks, I've been looking in depth into Omnisend, our sponsors and Clavio and a couple of others. And quite frankly, they make it so easy for you these days. It is streets ahead of what you could do just 18 months ago. So do go and get yourselves onto an e-commerce specific email system. And if, you, if you're still on the fence on this, have a listen to our recent podcast with Dixon Flannel, with Chris Vallely from Dixon Flannel. What they're doing with email is awesome. So go and have a look to that one or listen even. Okay, the tool top tip, maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? Again, I'm going to give you two. They're all about daily efficiency. So the first one is streak for Gmail. Oh, I love this. If you're using Gmail for your for your emails, put streak in. I use the free version and it operates as my sales CRM. So keeping track of who I'm talking to about what proposal and what stage it's all at and all the rest of it. This um, would be very useful, I would have thought, for an e-commerce business if you're managing wholesale, so you can keep your accounts in there and use that, or it could be used to manage suppliers as well and make sure you've got stock coming in, etc., etc. It also has, and this is the best bit, the simplest bit, but the best bit, um, a send delay feature. So you can set things to be sent next Monday at 3pm if you want to, which means I can work on things when I want to work on them and send the messages out when I want to send the messages out. It is incredibly useful and I'm using it, I reckon, at least every half hour each day. Okay. And then the other one, um, I may be giving away too many secrets here. Okay. The other one is Acuity, A-C-U-I-T-Y, which I use for my calendar scheduling. So if you ever want to have a chat with me, you will undoubtedly get a link that's going to take you to Acuity and enable you to book in something into my diary. It saves me so much time trying to liaise with people because I can just send people the link, they can book in, pick a time that suits them or reorganise a meeting as well. It also keeps my diary in order so I can focus on the right things on the right days. So I have multiple different calendars. So I have one calendar for booking, one booking link for podcast recordings. I have another booking link for clients and another booking link for sales meetings. That means I can have a day of clients, a day of podcasts and a day of sales, which makes me a hell of an awful lot more efficient. I don't do phone calls. I only do meetings. And Acuity with its link up to Zoom is absolute heaven. 
Okay, the growth top tip. If you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to 1,000, what would be your number one tip for them? You could probably guess what I'm going to say now, but it is to keep optimising. Bring some rigour into your marketing. Weekly and monthly reports that are minimalist. They tell you how things are so you can then go and research the why part. Quick and easy to create, but allow you to make your decisions to spend the next week, the next month focusing in the right places. Kill off what isn't working, double down on what is. It's that simple and keep on testing. It's not complicated, but you have to work it. You have to keep making it um, improve if you are going to grow from 100 orders per month to 1,000. Okay, so that's it from me and this episode 200. If you haven't yet, please do check out the whole 2019 e-commerce master plan growth series sponsored by Omnisend, the all-in-one marketing automation platform that empowers e-commerce marketers to boost sales with omni-channel tools. There's stacks in the series to help you grow your business towards whatever it is that will make you successful this year. And if part of that includes improving your email marketing, then do check out our sponsors Omnisend. It's a super simple, super powerful platform. Well worth signing up for that free 14-day trial and having a poke around. You will find the all the links um, and all the details about the Omnisend offer in the show notes that you will find via ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for helping me get to episode 200. It has been one serious journey, um, a lot of fun along the way, and I look forward to bringing you another 200 episodes over the coming years. Have a great week and keep optimising. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com.